be real, real with you? you. We're back. I don't know about you at home, but it feels like longer than a week since we recorded the last episode. I know, it really does. But I'm glad that everyone has been enjoying that episode. We've gotten a lot of great feedback and we really appreciate you guys submitting your stories because they made that episode what it yeah. is. Like, it, yeah, that episode was really funny. I still think back <laughs> to a lot of the things that we read and a lot of the messages that we got, and I'm just like, how are men real? Yeah, I think that sums up the episode. But <laughs> before we move on to today, we just want to go back and confirm for those that are wondering, like we were, we thought we were being trolled, but the Ratatouille <laughs> story is in fact real. Um, the poor girl who experienced that reached out to us <laughs> to say that um she is ratatouille girl and um she said that sh- she gave us a little bit of background information so she said that they chatted on hinge for about a week before meeting up online he seemed outgoing and cool but in person he lacked all social skills and he could barely make eye contact he <laughs> she says he also ordered bone and chicken wings on a first date that was supposed to be just drinks the confidence men have is insane he was an A24 intern film bro, um, so movies were a large part of the conversation, including his favorite movie, which is Ratatouille, as we all know. She said this is in November 2019, which is the same month Disney Plus came out. So 20 minutes into the date, they randomly started playing Ratatouille on one of the TVs where they'd usually be playing a sports game or something. So they ended up watching the movie, making random comments, and then literally never speaking again. She said, on top of everything, he barely asked me any questions about myself, and I had to lead the conversation the whole time. Of she course. Said that she hopes that makes um, more sense and that hearing other dating horror stories really makes her feel seen. She also said that it was hard to tell if the people working at the bar overheard the Ratatouille <laughs> conversation if it was just a weird coincidence, which I think is so funny. Like, imagine being a bartender and hearing people just talk about how their favorite movie is Ratatouille, and you're like, you know what? Like, let's like just make I'm going to literally, you know, so it probably really helped them because then she didn't have to continue like dragging the conversation like trying yeah. to converse with him like at least she could just watch the movie and get out of there yeah the fact that a man that interns for A24's favorite movies are to me does not surprise me in the slightest bit it honestly concerns me <laughs> when we think about who is making these films Ratatouille like, what is going on in their mind <laughs> that's so funny yeah shout out to her because the line that made me laugh the most is the audacity to order bone-in wings on a date that was supposed to be just drinks. Honestly, that's like, kind of me because I feel like I would go there and be like, you know, I'm hungry. But I think that is like the descriptiveness <laughs> of that is so funny. So unreal. But yes, shout out to all of the women who are badasses and really had to deal with all of those mm-hmm. experiences. I think it's funny also that you mentioned being on Hinge because you said that hinge and have cute guys right yeah no i think that all the guys on hinge are ugly yikes there you go ladies (laughs) well today hopefully we can help you guys avoid these situations yeah we're going to be talking about advice however first we need to discuss the things we're loving this week i'll go first okay i have two so the first is the show all american i don't think i've talked about it on the podcast no i don't think so so Eric and I watched Friday Night Lights over the beginning of quarantine, which I absolutely loved, and I definitely think it's better than All-American, and I think if you're going to watch both of them, you should watch All-American first, because it's, like, a more elite, like, 
upper class like story like it doesn't yeah. have as much grit as it's like Night Lights has Beverly Hills like yeah. yeah so basically the story is like a young black high schooler who lives in South Crenshaw plays football and he's like this football prodigy and he ends up getting recruited to go move and live in Beverly Hills and play for the Beverly Hills football team and there's a lot of family drama and love triangle triangles it's a typical CW show I think it's probably my one of my favorite CW shows I've seen in a long time wow and I like a lot of the characters on it um but again watching it after Friday Night Lights is a little bit like yeah there's something missing yeah, but it's, it's a good, missing. like, binge show, and it's funny because I feel like I've only been watching Netflix, like, originals lately because we watched it, and I think the first season was 16 episodes, and I was expecting, like, 8 to 10, mm-hmm. so I was like, wait, hold on, there's still 10 more episodes when we, like, get, like, to episode 4, which is normally, like, the halfway point for Netflix shows, and then my other favorite thing recently has been journaling. Now, that sounds really weird because I've had, like, the journal I'm journaling in, I've had for, like, two or three years. Wow. But I finally got myself a groove of, like, making cute pages and, like, actually documenting things because I feel like I have so many thoughts going on in my head, like, this podcast, applying for jobs, like, trying to run all the other things, like, writing about books, like, you know, making lists, like, everything. And I, I find myself, like, procrastinating because I don't like typing, like, on the computer. So... I found that, like, writing everything down first is just really helpful for me. And it's weird because I normally only ever do that in, like, a school setting or, like, if I'm yeah. in a meeting. But, like, even just, pl- like, planning for the week is so much easier with journaling. So I'm hoping that I can, like, keep up with it because normally it takes about two days and then I stop. So Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. that's what I've been loving this week. What about you? Um, Mine is – it's a clothing item. <laughs> But it's a pair of shoes. So I have been wanting these pairs of Doc Martens for literally months. Olivia knows about it. Oh my god! Which wait, which ones? The, the ones like that I have? Chelsea, the quad Chelsea boots. Yeah. So these they're called the twenty nine seventy six quad Chelsea boot, and these have been out of stock in my size for months. Like I've been wanting this for so long. Every single time my size is on there, I go to add it to my cart and it doesn't let me it's so bizarre so finally it did like two weeks ago and I bought them and they're the most perfect shoe um I like them because I had the Jadens and they have the laces and I don't really like the laces I don't like the way it looks and I just whatever so it's like the same thing but you don't have the laces it's literally perfect and they're my favorite shoes. I wore them for the first time today. They are heavy. They're not that hard to break in because I don't have any blisters, fingers crossed, that none form. But I don't have any right now. And I wore, wore them all day on my nine-hour shift at work. So that's a good sign. I love Docs so much. I had a pair that I don't know what they're called. Like, they're just like – I would say, like, just like their regular, like, lace-up Docs. Like, yeah. Like, typical. Like, but I had the, the vegan, like, red ones. And I had those for seven years before I had to replace them. Like, now they're a little bit worn. Yeah. And when I went into the store to replace them, like, I ended up getting the same pair again. I have, like, I have three three pairs of Docs. And I mostly try and buy, like, the vegan ones. Yeah. Um, but I think one of my pairs might not be vegan. But anyways, um, 
the guy who is selling me the docks like asked to take a picture of my shoes because he was shocked by like how well they they held up because they're yeah. seven years old and they, like I still wear them like if I'm going out and I don't care like what what they look like yeah like they're still wearable and they're so comfortable yeah you can wear them all like I love it that they're they're the perfect all day shoe and like yeah I have some like the one like chunky boot that I have like you can dress up so like I'll wear that to work or like I can wear it out and yeah it works for any occasion. Literally. And I have the sandals, too. And I love my the sandals. Yeah, I have the... Do you have the, the like, vegan, like, the, like, three-strap Yeah, ones, the three-strap. Right? Yeah, yeah, I have those, too. So... Those, like, give me blisters. So I haven't really worn them that much. I think I just need to, like, break them in well. Yeah. I love them. They're worth all of the blisters that you get from trying to break them in, in my opinion. Yeah. I don't know. I think docks are, like, completely worth the money and, like, mm-hmm. worth the buy. Like, I wear them in the snow, the rain. Yeah. The summer. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I love them. I love them. So, wow, what that's good... my new... It's my new shoe. What a good mention. I know. Um, most importantly, who is the boyfriend of the week? We had oh. a little bit of backlash... Our <laughs> backlash album last week. Boyfriend of the week, and I don't know why I was the one who got ranted to about this because I, like I said, have no say. <laughs> but people were not amused that Brad Pitt was the boyfriend of the week because he is a cheater. And I just have to say, we said that we are not responsible for yeah. the actions of these men. They may be <laughs> trash, but we all know Brad Pitt would have a good dating profile. Exactly. And you know what's funny? Literally, my friend texted me and was like, "I was listening to your podcast, and as soon as the question, like, which." like the boyfriend of the week is going to be the one who has the most the like best dating profile or who would have the best dating profile immediately she was like i immediately thought of brad pitt i was like exactly see these men can be trash but it's okay because they're the boyfriend of the week and they've done one good thing in their life so it cancels out all of the bad things we're giving them credit for the one thing they did right and yeah whatever like okay yes he cheated on someone it's okay Okay, this week's Boyfriend of the Week might be a surprise, a shock to many of you. So the way that this came up is kind of funny because, okay, first I'm just going to say who it is. It's the Boyfriend of the Week is Jacob Ellardy. I think that's how you say his name. Mm. I think, right? Yeah, Kissing Booth. Yeah, so the Kissing Booth 2 trailer came out. I would like to preface the statement by saying I think that the Kissing Booth the movie is the worst movie of all time. It has no plot. None of it makes sense. The second one looks even worse. The second, yeah, the second one looks even worse. None of the stuff that happened in the Kissing Booth could happen in real life. So, remember when they were just like they had their first kiss at that party and then they were like having sex on a mountain like yes! by the hollywood sign i'm like what? wait how do we get for me to be also can we th- talk about how in, like the beginning scene that like number one scene one act one of that movie she's getting ready for school and she puts on this the skirt from yeah. like that's too short for her and no one says anything her parents her dad doesn't say anything the school doesn't say anything i'm like girl your entire ass is out But basically, Jacob. That, that film intern from A24 is writing these. <laughs> Jacob Ellardy. Okay, the Kissing Booth 2 trailer came out. Jacob Ellardy looks hotter than ever. He's so hot. He looked horrible in the first movie because his haircut was not suiting him. But the second movie, he looks literally so sexy. Um, he's in Euphoria, so he already has surpassed the entire cast of the Kissing Booth in success. <laughs> 
And he's a boyfriend of the week. Um, he has a, a alleged relationship with Zendaya. Like, come on. He gets points for that. Like, he already won. And yes, I might have talked all this trash about the kissing booth, but will I be watching the kissing booth too when it comes out on Netflix yes. at the end of the month? Absolutely. And we will be discussing it. A hundred percent. I do not care. It looks stupid, but I will be watching it. Wow, I actually can't believe he's on the list. I know. How random. So, so is he just on the list because of the kissing booth? Like, that's what made you think of him? Well, yeah. And then I was talking to my coworker, and she was, like, talking. We were talking about how drastically different his character, like, how drastically different yeah. he looked in Euphoria versus the kissing booth and also his characters and stuff. And she was like, oh, my God, wait, that should be the boyfriend of the week. And I was like, wait, you're kind of right. So at least he has he has more range than Noah Centineo. So he Yeah. What was Noah in the Fosters replacing Jake T. Austin? Oh my god, I forgot <laughs> that he replaced Jake T. Austin in that. I actually thought Jake T. Austin was good in that. Like Same, I, I, I don't I couldn't know watch why. after they you can't just switch out a character five seasons in and think everyone's just gonna be okay with it. Yeah. And not address it. I just think it's where they like refuse to kill him off or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, like make him go away to college, like whatever. But that's funny. Wow. Yeah. Well, hopefully the kissing booth has some plot because otherwise I'll be spending an hour and a half, half watching it. <laughs> I will be. It'll probably. It yeah. It's. Uh, but you know, Netflix originals. You win some, you lose some. Yeah. <laughs> so today we're giving advice and talking about giving advice. Mm-hmm. Um, we asked you guys. If you give good advice, and 12 people said yes and two said no, I think I give good advice. I think I get... a lot of people come for advice, like, come and ask me for advice, and then, like, will come back and ask me for advice. So, I think that's a good indication that you are a good advice giver. Yeah, I agree. I think I'm a good advice giver, too. Um... I agree. I feel like people come to me all the time and I tell them what I think and then they come back. So obviously I did something right. My like least favorite thing about giving advice though is when you give people advice, they don't take it and then they come back to you with the same problem. Like my advice has not changed. Yeah. At all. I know. It's like I was actually talking to my friend my friend about this today at work about how um like you can only do so much for it like you can only do so much and then it's like okay now it's your turn to like actually put actions behind what i'm telling you or whatever you know like i can't do it for you and that's what's hard about giving advice is like you want this person to like see the truth for lack of better term or whatever and be like okay you should do this like this would be best for you and then if they keep messing up or keep doing something that like keeps holding them back you're just like oh my god you know and kind of give up what can you do some people like some people you just know like okay like i'm just gonna let them figure it out on their own Mm -hmm. because me giving them advice is not going to help the situation Mm -hmm. but some of like i don't i don't feel like i like necessarily ask for advice that often i feel like normally i'm just like telling people what i'm gonna do and being like do you think it's a good idea like this is you know what i mean like i'm like hey like i'm thinking about doing this like would you do that rather than being like I have no idea, like, help. Mm-hmm. But some of the worst advice I've ever been given hasn't even been, like, specifically, like, a like a word or a phrase. It's just, like, people have always, like, sometimes tell me to, like, avoid critical conversations because I am such an upfront person. Mm-hmm. Like, I do want to be, like, 
transparent in what I'm saying and like be honest and so sometimes people will just be like oh like you don't need to do that or like don't like I wouldn't do that and then it gets me into way more trouble than yeah I wanted and this has happened in like multiple different situations so like I don't necessarily see it at like the time that's happening where I can realize that they're giving me bad advice to not have a necessary conversation but then after I don't have it and I'm in deeper shit I'm like yeah wait a minute that's the same thing that I told myself I wasn't going to do again. Was listen to people tell me not to talk, like not to have a conversation with someone. Or yeah, it'd be just, like don't have a conversation because then it's going to make it worse. And then you yeah, don't have like, a conversation, then it makes it worse than it could have. You know what I mean? Way like worse one time in context, I was talking to a guy and I like didn't want him to come to my birthday party, but he was friends with like all of my other like friends so like no like it's fine like blah blah and I just wanted to say to him like look like I have other friends coming to this party that I haven't seen in a while and I just want to talk to them and like I'm gonna be spending a lot of time with them like I just don't want to have to feel like I need to give you attention to and they told me not to have that conversation and then he was all mad I didn't give him attention I was like well I didn't want you to come yeah you know what I mean like I feel like sometimes like people don't want to have to deal with the fallout of like yeah. an important conversation happening it's- so they're like just don't have it yeah, which is not good because it's like then it just makes it worse because then you're hurting instead of I don't think it's fair to be like, oh, don't have that conversation because you're going to be hurting their feelings. Like, I'd rather be honest in what I think is right and have a conversation with someone than like brush it on the rug under the rug. And like in that context of what your story, like inviting someone to the party and then them getting mad that you didn't give them attention, like when you could have yeah. been like, oh, I'm sorry, my friends are coming in from town. I haven't seen them in a long time. And I'm it's my birthday party I'm gonna be talking to everyone that comes in you know I can't be giving you individual attention and blah 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 maybe you don't want to it's come. worse it's worse than be like yeah I didn't want you to come anyway but yeah I didn't tell you that like that that makes it so much worse exactly so you can just be like I'm sorry I won't be giving you attention and then they can do what that what they please then they could come or decide decide to come or decide not yeah. to come like that's the thing it's I also feel that way like I think we're both very strong-minded people and very like confrontational not in a negative sense and that can be really hard because then people are going to be like don't be too mean like that's mean but it's like i'm just trying to be an adult there's a difference between being mean and like wanting to have a like proper relationship with someone which includes having critical conversations yeah exactly the other person exactly what is the worst advice you've ever been given um i I honestly, I don't really, I don't know. I don't think I have an answer because I feel like that, like, I don't really ask people for advice and I feel like it's kind of the same. Like, I'm more of the same, in the same mindset where I'm like, I feel like I'm going to do this or like, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think? And whatever they say isn't going to like sway me one way or another. I just want other people's opinions and then I'll make my decision by myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um but so i don't think i've ever been given like bad advice because i don't really seek out advice (laughs) no i get that but also i do think like sometimes people be like don't kind of in the same context like don't be so confrontational but i think that that's also something that annoys me because i'm like why not like i think going back to like it's not mean to want to have a conversation like it's more so people being like, oh, you shouldn't do that. And then me being like, okay, well, I'm going to. I don't care. 
Yeah. And not in, like, a toxic way. Just, like, you know. And specifically, like, we were asked, uh, we asked you guys, like, what you need advice on. So, we're going to give you a bit of advice. And I, the mm-hmm. first one I want to touch on was breaking up with a friend. Because specifically, like, I feel like the worst advice I've been given goes into that. Like, I think when you're yeah. breaking up with a friend, you don't necessarily have to look at it as, like, you don't want them in your life anymore. Like, you might be at that point. But, like, first you need to have a conversation where, like, you can like explicitly state why you have gotten to the point where you want to have like a friend breakup and be upfront and transparent about why you're doing so and why that hurts you like Mm -hmm. rather than just being like you're a bad friend like you need to say you've been a bad friend to me I feel that you've been a bad friend to me because this is how you make me feel and in this situation you've ignored me or done something that I've asked you not to do you know what I mean like you Mm -hmm. have to that's what the difference between like being confrontational and being honest and like trying to have a conversation like you need to have a conversation rather than just like being angry and trying to make them feel how you felt in your friendship like I think that you need to you need to say verbally like I'm hurt yeah that's why I'm I don't want to be your friend anymore that's like the hard part is sometimes I think there are in friendships are weird because sometimes something does happen and that just is like okay this is the last straw. I don't want to be your friend anymore or sometimes it's just like you can't mm. go on like having your friendship be like that yeah like you don't necessarily want them out of your life but like you can't continue your friendship like my friend and I you know this my friend and I got to a point where we were both like this isn't working and we actually didn't talk for like six or seven months but then yeah at some, sometimes there needs to be growing up on both sides to like realize that like you guys like couldn't have that conversation six months ago when you tried yeah. to and sometimes you will find like if you're really meant to be friends with someone and they're willing to put in the same effort that you feel like you've been putting yeah. into your friendship and haven't been getting back you can make it work after having like a friend breakup you can sit down have a civil conversation and like get back to where you were Mm -hmm. you just both need to be at certain point and i feel like sometimes that's why a friend breakup happens because you're not on the same page but you can come back to that later on and like revisit it and like have that conversation i agree and i also think sometimes personally like for me i can't like really think of except for when i was like younger and like where i had like a falling out with someone that was like actually bad and being like okay I do not want to be your friend anymore and versus like having a conversation and being like okay you did these things to me and I don't like I don't like that you did a b and c and I didn't like that um and it made me feel this way and having the other person like reciprocate and be like okay like I see that like I fully take responsibility like I've never had one of those like friendship breakups to me it's mostly just like feeling like okay this friendship is going nowhere like we don't have anything in common anymore like when you hang out with someone and you're just like this is so draining like and you can't even explain it I think those are hard too like harder in the harder in my opinion than like if something happens like you you get into a fight something specifically yeah like you're not like oh you did this to me and I didn't like that it's more just like okay every time we hang out I'm drained like I come home and I'm just like okay that was so boring like I you know it's just like you Maybe it's not like you don't have anything in common anymore, but you just don't see things in the same way. And it's just like, okay, now I don't want to be your friend anymore. But that's like harder because it's like there's nothing to blame. Yeah. And and like I've seen situations where like people like are like, I'm tired of this person, but I'm not going to like have a falling. I'm not going to have a conversation with them about it because it doesn't matter that much to me. Like our friendship clearly doesn't mean that much to me. Yeah. But it's, like, they'll text you and you, you'll, like, go along and hang out with them. But I just feel like you shouldn't necessarily send mixed messages 
if you do want to distance distance yourself distance yourself yeah rather than say okay i'll hang out with you if you ask me to but then you don't really want to hang out you know yeah yeah and i think sometimes it's important that like some friendships honestly are like seasonal like sometimes you're friends with someone for like a year and you have like a really close friendship and you hang out all the time and you have so many things in common and you do all these things together and it's like the best friendship ever and then slowly it just fades and it's not like there anything bad happened you just like don't feel that way and maybe you guys are just too busy and it's like it's just fine and I think that that's something like people need to understand like it's okay like no everyone in your life doesn't have to be your best friend like it's okay to have friendships that are just cordial or just like acquaintances and be like okay if we're all hanging out together and you have mutual friends it's going to be fine and normal but like maybe we don't need to hang out by ourselves you know it's I think that that's something people really need to understand and um it's just like yeah it's just like seasonal to me like I I know that that's or even like when you have a job no, I like, I'm that, thinking, I get that sometimes you have something in common and then you just like you weren't you're only friends for a specific reason yeah and then you find that you just don't really have a reason to hang out with them anymore mm-hmm. or to talk to them every day and those people could still like end up coming back into your life yeah but you don't need to like chase I think Something that I've learned is you don't you aren't supposed to chase friendships. If you have to yeah. chase friendships, then they're not those real. people aren't your friends. Mm-hmm. Whereas you should focus more on like cultivating the relationships that you have and that matter to you, and making sure that you're being a good friend. Yeah, to the people you have rather than just chasing. Like, there's always people that have a million friends, and I've never been that person. Mm-hmm. I've always had like a friend here, a friend there, like you know. Yeah, and. I think that that's something that I've learned because I don't have, like, that massive 30 people that yeah. are all friends with each other. But it's allowed me to, like, really, like, create meaningful relationships in my life. And then through that, like, your friends become friends because they all know, like, what your friendship means to them mm-hmm. and to, like, other people. Yeah. So that's and my I advice. Think, yeah. <laughs> and I think it's also important to, like, realize, like, I have money friends that I consider, like, like close friends to me and we don't talk every day we -hmm. don't like communicate through like multiple streams of yeah streams of like dms on insta twitter whatever and like we but when we hang out like we have the best time and it's fine like nothing's changed and we like catch up and you know still have that friendship and i think that that's so normal and you don't need to have 20 like you said like a huge massive group of friends that everyone knows each other and like we've been friends for 12 years like that doesn't mean that your friendship that you've is more like meaningful you know because you've known each other for a long time like I know people that I've only known for like I'm thinking about Katie like I've only known her for four years and I feel like I've known her my entire life or like you I've only known you for since 2013 and like we talk I mean the difference is we do talk every day but also like it's not like we're talking we're like on facetime for hours on end like yeah when we hang no, out but like there are best friends yeah their relationship is them or their friendship is them hanging out every single day and texting 24 7 and sitting on facetime but you you don't have if your yeah. best friend is your best friend like you don't have to prove and your, your yeah. friendship with anyone else like you guys can just talk like i have friends from high school who i would consider my best friends up there with you and i who talk mm-hmm. every day and do a podcast like you know like yeah Adam and i like message each other 
24 se- like always on a social media platform but i have friends that i don't talk to for six months and then i'll hang out with them and i'll hang out with them for eight hours and then i won't see them for another exactly, six months like yeah you could have different best friends that like you interact with in different ways and like mm-hmm. i think that's where like friendships have a lot of problems is when you start comparing yeah like your friendships that you have with other people to that specific friend or like other people's friendships with your friendship yeah or being like yeah i just didn't remember like one instance someone being like you seem closer to this person than you are close to me if that makes sense and it's like why are we like what's who is like deciding that you know and i think that that's it's just like it this honestly goes into comparing yourself which is like one of the other topics but it's like who like if you just like take everything i just think sometimes people need to realize like life is not like a movie or like life is not like what you see on instagram it's not like what you see on on your favorite youtubers like people don't have to like be together all the time and live in the same house and like do everything together in order to like be like oh my god this is my best friend in the entire world and it's like fine and going back to like breaking up with your friends it doesn't have to be like oh my god she did this horrible thing to me and now we're never friends again it could literally just be like we don't have the same like interests anymore there's nothing to talk about and it's kind of just like there's no point in us being friends anymore doesn't mean that we have to have a huge blowout and like we can never be we have to unfollow each other everywhere and block each other everywhere it's kind of just like okay like maybe a few years down the line we'll pick up where we left off and become friends again like become closer but right now it just seems like there's no point in this friendship and i think that that is totally normal and healthy and people just need to be more open to that and not see it as such a negative thing yeah i agree so like you mentioned the next thing that someone mentioned i'm gonna group these two together because i feel like they're at the same conversation comparing yourself to others and confidence Mm -hmm. um what i have to say about comparison and confidence is like you really need to learn how to get comfortable with yourself Mm -hmm. i feel like i i feel like this might sound a bit hypocritical because i've definitely been struggling a lot lately with like job rejection and like i feel like sometimes you let other things like affect your life and it starts to affect like other different ways like I know like my acne is breaking out and I'm really like insecure about my acne and then like I go on Instagram and I'm like oh my god like everyone's having this perfect life or like everyone has a job and yeah you know, like blah like whatever like mm-hmm. I feel like that that when something else affects you that's when you start comparing yourself to others so I feel like and this goes hand in hand with confidence is like you just have to get comfortable with yourself something that really works for me is having a gratitude journal so every day writing down like three things you're thankful for and you really start to like have to embrace like different parts of you like not saying like physical things but being like I really enjoyed that like or I'm really thankful that I was able to get this done today like you have to get comfortable with like all different parts of yourself and I also think that you should like if this is like a social media thing like you should follow people that you value and that don't necessarily just post like pictures because they want likes like post follow people that like create content that you like and yeah will show you how to have a life that like you value like you know what i mean like that can incorporate like sustainability or fashion or yeah a podcast that can give you advice and make you feel like you're friends with the host you know mm-hmm. like i feel like you really need to focus on like not only following those people but then spending time with friends and family that make you feel comfortable with yourself because that's when you'll go away from those situations and be like wow i really like how I acted there. I really liked how I felt in that moment. And I feel like that's yeah. when you finally will stop, like, comparing yourself 
to other people. Yeah. I also had the Instagram following on my list of ways to not compare yourself because I think honestly my I love Instagram. I'm on Instagram all the time. Like I think it's really cool. There's a lot of people to follow in there. There's a lot of like fashion, music, things that you can follow and I I think it's one of the best social media platforms. But I will say like 2 years ago when all I was following was and no hate to the kardashians but when i was following kylie and kendall and kim and like all these other influencers that look just like them it just like it's like subconsciously in your mind like you're just like scrolling and you're like oh wow like i know realistically i'm like kylie jenner is a millionaire she's makes billionaire whatever she has so Mm -hmm. much money like all this stuff but like you it's like subconscious where you're like wow i wish i looked like that like i wish i could do that like i wish i had that outfit like blah 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 and it wasn't until i started following real people that like are also quote-unquote influencers in a sense and like maybe like are influencers or youtubers or whatever that i follow but aren't that like cookie cutter influencer that when you think of an influencer um and like like people that that just show you their body happen in their like the like completely dramatic things that happen in their life for like views online yeah or also just like people that just don't just post bikini pictures all day like i'm so, obviously like if i looked like kylie jenner <laughs> like we I'd can't be, spend all day in our bikinis. yeah exactly but like if i looked like kylie jenner i'd probably be posting those pictures all the time but you know what i mean it's just like people that post real pictures and show their real life and i think that that really helps you helps a lot and even just like going back to like jobs and stuff that you were saying like I think that's where I compare myself the most too. is like I'm a year post-grad and I don't have a full-time job or like I don't have the job of my dreams quote unquote. I have a full-time job. I'm really happy at my job but I don't have the job that I'm that I desire necessarily um and I think that that's like something I compare myself all the time because I'm scrolling through instagram again and there's people that i know personally or went to my school and stuff they're like oh my god or like on facebook being like i just accepted this full-time offer like blah 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 like, like insert I've... like popular company name yeah like, dream company name here and you're or like, like they're like oh i just bought a house like i just have i moved into my apartment like i moved here and there and it's just like wow like these all these people are doing all of that and what am i doing you know and i just think you need to it, it's easier said than done but just realize like we're all on our own path and nothing like no one's path is the same and it might and like it is a hard pill to swallow but like it's okay like if you're unemployed it's okay if you don't have the job of your dreams right now and you're just working a job to get by like or like because you have a job like you know it's like fine and you're gonna get to your goals when you know the time the right time is and like the things align for you like I just think it's I don't know it's more just I mean I don't know what I'm trying to say but it is easier said it is easier said than done but it just you really need to realize like we're all on a different path like I can think of people that I know that literally like are living in LA like have a job at a company that I would love to work for like live in an apartment with their boyfriend and like have all these things and I'm like wow I really want all of that but what am I like me sitting here and dwelling on the fact that that I don't have that isn't going to give it to me applying for jobs and putting myself out there and you know doing all that stuff that is like what is going to get my goals reached not just like dwelling on the fact that 
I don't like I'm not there yet you know and I mean it is hard like it's fucking miserable sometimes like I'm sure you feel it too like it (laughs) it's so miserable to be like oh my god all these people have all these jobs and seem so happy and excited and I'm just like sitting here you know yeah and that's not to say like Mm -hmm. not being excited for all my friends who have gotten opportunities yeah it's just like very hard to not compare yourself not only to like the people around you but like to everyone else you see on the internet yeah and all those applications that you have sent out being like someone's getting these jobs and it's not me and like Uh trying to like decipher whether you're the like it's you or not like okay you the job emailing me saying it's not you it's us that doesn't make me feel any better about being rejected it just doesn't like it's just a rejection but going back to like the confidence thing i also think like if you aren't feeling confident do things that make you feel confident like if you want to dress a certain way like go out and buy clothes that you want to wear and that make you feel good about yourself like if you want to start a podcast but you're worried about what people think like really think about what you want to start a podcast on and just do it because I find that like if I'm doing things that I really care about and that make me happy then I don't necessarily care about what everyone else thinks Mm -hmm. like I am extremely confident in podcasting because or doing this podcast specifically because I have such a good time doing it that I don't care whether people are tired of me posting about it online because I'm just so excited to be doing it I don't care what anyone else thinks like I don't necessarily care if anyone's like oh i didn't like that like you know what i mean like i do care about feedback but i don't care about people being like oh i wouldn't do that or yeah like really you're gonna post again like that sort of stuff and like going back to the doc martens like i've had people say like oh like i really wish that like i could buy a pair but like people are gonna say things about me wearing them like go out and buy a pair of doc martens like people that are saying things about your shoes are really just jealous that you're comfortable like not even necessarily jealous of you but jealous that you're comfortable to wear what you want to wear because they're probably not and so like I really think that again like getting comfortable with yourself and like doing small little things that will make you feel more you will really help you with that and again like you'll stop comparing yourself to people when you're comfortable yeah and I think a lot of it is like overthinking and you think like oh my god all these people are looking at me like what are they saying? What could they be saying? But it's like, that's all in your head. And like people, most of the times the people that are saying those things like don't even matter to you. Like, yeah, not even people. That and matter. I, exactly. And I think it's, it's just like, if you do like, you will live such a ha- way more happier life. If you do the things that make you happy and that you're passionate about. And like, you don't settle for less. Like that's honestly, and that's how you grow confidence is when you know that you're like, doing something that you're meant to be doing and you have passion in your job or in whatever you're doing and you don't care like yeah this podcast I wouldn't a year ago would I be like oh I'm I I wanted to start a podcast but I didn't and then finally we did and now I'm just like yes I have a podcast with Olivia like what do you you know what I mean I'm not like shy about it and being like oh I don't know I'm just like yes I have a podcast you want to listen to it you know I and I think it just comes with time and when you have something you're passionate about, you are not going to be stay silent. Like, it's it's hard. And I'm sure people talk and I'm sure people are, like, rolling their eyes probably on my 300th Instagram story about can we be real with you? But, like, 
okay i'm just like i believe in this and when you see my successes then you're gonna see why i posted about it three million times you know um but and i don't really like the term fake it till you make it but i do think like you have to do the little things and that can like help push you a little bit further to like fully embrace your confidence whether that's like wearing something that you wouldn't normally wear or like doing your hair a certain way like cutting your hair doing something like yeah, that like it momentarily like yeah even if it's something you want to do it might momentarily like throw you out of your comfort zone but that's that's in the grand scheme like a good thing yeah and i think that's how you just gain more confidence in yourself what's the best advice you've ever been given i think the best advice i was ever given was don't settle and that's something that i really think about a lot especially like with job search and stuff and just my current life i honestly think like sometimes i feel like okay i'm like i'm literally only 23 years old but sometimes i feel like i'm like 40 and my life is over <laughs> like the way i like talk about things but it's just true like i just feel like okay my parents came here from somalia in the 90s they immigrated here they had eight children like i'm an american i have all these freedoms and rights and like access to these things that they didn't have when they came here because they were like already in their 20s and had to just like go straight into the workforce and i just feel like if i'm like settling for any job or like settling for any type of career or any like thing that I can get and not what I'm passionate about then I'm kind of just like letting them down and letting down like my potential and that's something that I hold to myself like I think about that all the time like I know I have so many goals and so many things that I want to personally reach and and I know that I can um like with this podcast and with other things that Olivia and I both do outside of this podcast um and both want to do outside of this podcast but it's like if I just settle I'm not gonna do that if I just settled for like when I went into college I wanted to be a teacher and if I just settled and got and went to get my teaching degree and like was a teacher I would be I know I'd be miserable right now you know um so I think I I mean I know that that's like the best advice I've ever given something that I hold really dear to me because I know that there's so much more to me and I'm interested in so many different things that if I was just to settle in life, even though I'm only 23 and it's very, like, I have a long way, hopefully, to go, um, I know that I can't just, like, do what's easy and what's, I need to, like, be in it for the long run and do what's difficult and what I'm passionate about. And then when I reap the benefits and I see it all come to fruition, it'll be all worth it. You're right. <laughs> I think we're, yeah, we're literally both, I feel like we're both in the same in that sense. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And what I was going to say for, like, the best advice I've ever been given is in some sort of way that has been said, like, to stand up for yourself. Yeah. And I take that not only as, like, standing up for myself, but standing up for, like, the people I care about and things that I care about. Like, being comfortable enough to, like, confront someone if they've treated you badly. Um, To stand up for, like, what you believe in and to help others who, like, can't find their voice. Um, Not necessarily to stand up for them but to help them use their own voice um and I think that that's something that I definitely learned and I'm still learning how to do especially like for myself like I feel like over the last few years I've been in situations where I've finally been able to really like embrace that advice and like use it 
for good rather than like be afraid mm-hmm. um and i think that's a problem that like a lot of women have is like yeah feeling so uncomfortable and feeling like you can't stand up for yourself but it's something that we have to do in order to like solve our issues and solve problems and like be treated fairly and be treated the way we want to be treated so um yeah and it's something that you have to work on all the time because you'll be put in a bunch of different situations where you feel like you can't like in that situation where you can't speak up but it's like hey i just like pointed this out the other day to someone like i i should stand up for myself here too you know what i mean like i feel like it, it it involves like all facets of your life in that sense um something also that like really struck with me was um we asked you guys what the best advice you've ever been given was and someone said don't letting the don't let the world make you hard and i think that's something and i'm sure you can agree with me yeah we're the same kind of person but like i feel like for most of my life i've been like i can't cry like i can't have emotion like yeah i'm this like upfront honest person like i kind of have to be hard and i feel like the last like few years i've also like cried a lot more and like felt a lot more but it also like feels so much better and things Mm -hmm. get so much easier to deal with if you like let yourself feel emotion Mm -hmm. and like show emotion too because it allows other people to be like hey like she feels like something yeah they see you as human like friend breakups too like it it all kind of like circles back yeah they see you as like human i think that's true like it's it's really easy to just be to like be like i need to be tough like i need to be like the strong friend like i can't let anything like i can't let anyone see me upset and it's it's honestly i think one of the worst things that you can do to yourself is like this world is already hard enough like there's so many things already holding a lot of things like there's so many things being held against you um depending on who you are and i think being vulnerable is one of the like bravest things people can do and just allowing yourself to feel emotion and not being not feeling like you're being childish for doing that you know um and i do think like sometimes people can be like like i've been reflecting a lot about how people have said to me like you've intimidated me and i'm just like i don't know if that's like a bat i personally like before i would be like oh wow like that's like I would laugh it off and be like what I'm not intimidating but then um I I guess I can kind of see that like if you're someone that is very like hard-headed and you're like I'm never showing any emotions and like I'm just like passionate 24 7 and I'm gonna stand up for everything which is a good like good traits I guess like being like I'm gonna stand up for myself all the time but like if you don't let people show if you don't let yourself show emotions to other people and you like keep that shit bottled up inside it's like going to reflect negatively um like other people are going to see that as a negative because like being intimidated by someone is not a positive word like you know what i mean whereas people might brush it off it's not like it's not a compliment yeah i've like had that used for me a bunch and like it's definitely not a compliment but i feel like in those situations it's like people who are like afraid to stand up for themselves or like not confident people like we're not necessarily intimidating you just have to like like meet us in sort of like the situations where we're emotional because we are like super passionate people yeah and we talk like very passionately and enthusiastically and we're very opinionated people but that doesn't make us intimidating like i'm a five foot two like redhead like <laughs> 
you know, like I really am Chelsea really lover. Chelsea lover. Like I'm the least intimidating person. I think yeah. like, physically. Yeah. So it's just like once you make the effort with me, like that's just the way that my personality is and the way that I like make small talk and like I'm uncomfortable in like social situations and like yeah. meeting people for the first time. So it's like you just have to meet me half. Like if you meet me halfway, I'm not intimidating. Mm-hmm. And like. I feel like people shut down when they feel like you're intimidating rather than, like, being like, wait, is she, like, really, like, like, I feel like intimidating is synonymous with being mean. Yeah. And that makes me feel like, wait, like, did I say something wrong in those situations? But I feel like maybe it's more people read us as closed off because, like, we don't share as easily. I don't know. I Yeah. I definitely, like, have sort of, like, had to consider it a lot more recently. Yeah. And I think, like like mean is a good word too because like if you really if you go around every single day with like the weight of the world on your shoulders you're gonna have a bad attitude like you know and sometimes it's okay to just like decompress and realize like you can't fix everything in one day you you don't have all the answers like it's okay to show emotions it's okay to be vulnerable like it's natural and it's good for you it's not good for you to be like 24 7 wrapped up in like all the bad things happening in the world and like it's important to stay educated and stay involved but like you cannot let it consume you to the point of like detrimenting your mental health because i think then that's like like, not being able to enjoy things you can still take joy yeah in what you love and still be involved Mm -hmm. yeah i think that's something like we all need to work on because it's even just like not going on Instagram for two hours, you know what I mean? Like, and taking the time to like read a book or like watch something on Netflix and like just decompress. It's it's really good for you, and I think it's something we should all try and do. Yeah, and the other thing that someone mentioned um, that was the best advice that they've been given was setting boundaries, mm-hmm. which ties in really well. And I think that's something that I didn't consider. Until I was in college was, like, having your own boundaries and having, like, I feel like there's some situations where you can have set boundaries, but I think having, like, flexible boundaries, too, or, like, situational boundaries is important. Like, mm-hmm. understanding how to, like, protect your emotions um, in situations, I think that that's really beneficial to, again, like, being happy, being able to communicate properly, um, yeah, and to, like, protect yourself. Yeah. And I think it's really easy to share everything to everyone in your life. Especially with social media. Yeah. Especially with social media. But I think it's more important because of social media to recognize, like, sometimes it's okay not to, like, post every single thing that happens in your life, good or bad, on social media. Or maybe even just, like, bad or whatever. And be like... You know what I mean? Because it's just, like, you. there's some things I read about people that I'm, like, I shouldn't know this about you. Like, yeah. we're not friends. I don't know you that well. Like, why do I know this? And I'm not saying this, like, I think, like, Finsta is, like, a completely different, like, realm of <laughs> reality than, like, regular social media. But, like, or, like, private accounts or whatever. Like, I think that that is fine on those platforms. But I think sometimes, like on main platforms or anyone can see it it's like 
it's a lot to take in and i know like i used to just say literally everything about my life like all the time on twitter like literally everything about my life was on twitter every time i sneezed was documented yeah but then now it's like okay i know not to do that because that like first of all no one cares no one needs to know and half the time i regret it even now sometimes i'll tweet something and i'll be like literally two days later i'm like no one needs to tweet that that. yeah Yeah. i think like like, my biggest like thought like the thing that first pops into my head when you talk about like social media people posting things you shouldn't know is like every time someone is in the hospital why are you posting pictures from your hospital bed (laughs) like i'm just confused like if you want to tell me you're in the hospital like you can text me but like sup they're like on snapchat like if you know you know (laughs) yeah like people like post it so then you have to message them and ask like what happened like first of all like half the time like i probably shouldn't even know that you're not like we're not close enough for me to know that you're in the hospital and like that'd be like an invasion of privacy for me to be like why are you in the hospital like yeah half the time and it's like if i was really important you would like need to tell me that you're in the hospital so but i think like also in your like in your daily life like setting boundaries for like okay i'm not gonna like work on school things outside of these hours or i'm not gonna even look at this i'm not gonna think about this i'm gonna put my phone away for an hour like this is being detrimental to my mental health like i'm going to shut down and have an hour to myself or i'm gonna read like i'm not gonna interact with these people i don't like add to my you know life so i think like setting bound you can set boundaries in so many different ways and i think it's important to like look and be like have i set any boundaries for myself because sometimes you do and then you forget about them all exactly and And i think a bit mm -hmm. and yeah like being a lot of like i think the times that we're in like everything being like work from home and stuff it's important to be like to be like i'm going to stop working at five o'clock and not like yeah, work like past if you don't work, work a 24 7 yeah job, you should not be working in 24 7 job because we're stuck inside of our houses like, yeah yeah i think that that's super important well i feel like i've been advised this episode <laughs> yeah I like talking I I don't know if everyone else is like this but I really do like talking it out and being able to kind of like visualize these situations in my head Mm -hmm. and it's nice because I know some people may completely like people that are not similar to us at all will completely disagree with all of the advice we're given but I think that that's something that's like interesting is like we are very like we will give the same advice to each other because we know each other yeah so it's just like everyone has different advice so you may completely disagree with us and that's fair yeah let Feel us free know to let us know um we got a few apple reviews and i'm so excited yes. about them so thank you guys for rating and review us on apple make sure that you're subscribed on spotify and apple podcasts if you're enjoying this episode don't forget to share it on your social media um and tag us on instagram at can we be real with you and on twitter at can we be real pod and follow us on social media under those handles as well you can also email us at can we be real with you at gmail.com we're really so thankful for you guys sharing telling your friends about the podcast listening to every episode yeah it's really like so exciting to watch people consuming what we're making yeah um and we are one follower away from 150 followers on instagram <sighs> which has been a goal of ours and i can't believe yes. that we've almost smashed it in five episodes um this is our sixth episode i think that's gonna be going out and we're halfway to a thousand plays 
which is so that's exciting. literally so, so exciting and so crazy i don't think we Thank thought you. that people were actually gonna <laughs> listen to this like no i literally thought we were gonna get like five listens an episode <laughs> and it's me you eric and my sister <laughs> Yeah, literally. So thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next Monday on Can Can We Be Real With You.